There's a shot. shot. No, that might be. It could be. Right field. Grand slam. What a shot. That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you guys for what you do for HBC Wrestling. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do and all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together, we can be the change. Are you ready? It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fenoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fenoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know I'm going to be there and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. See you there. We're all about feeding your family with meat and plant-based protein that's good for the planet, good for you, and just plain good. That's all the protein you need, all on your plate. Star Backyards Yellowwood brand pressure treated pie. If it doesn't have this yellow tag, you don't want it. One bite of 100% Angus beef ballpark frank, and you'll say. Hello, summer. Oh, yeah, it's ballpark season. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through. 14th for the Black College World Series. The best Black College baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for Black Baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. Yeah, yeah, straight from Alabama. Bama. This beat is from Youngstown. Was on a hiatus. Watch me then woken up. up. Now the industry was hurting, but I didn't bandage the rope. Now I got too sick with it. Now we done found us on a pro sound. Look, I'll be tearing the speakers up and we shaking the whole ground. You found pros in this profession. We calling that profound. Studio in every city. I'm calling that yo town. Some of these words that I'm using make me want to throw down. But I got humbled in my veins and learned to tone it down. Major league when I'm pitching, I'm needing the pitchers, man. Check the room with my powers and knocking the pitches down. Trying to teach you business first and put your pitches down. Yeah. Major, 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 Welcome, welcome to the Road to Montgomery podcast exclusively here on the Black College Sports 
Network. AD Drew here from Black College Sports Network, along with Michael Coker from the Black College Knives. Michael, today is the day that we have all been waiting for. Today, during this podcast, we will find out who's in, who's out. And you know something, Michael? Might even tell you about a, about a team or two who needs to stand by their phone, Michael. How you doing today, Michael? I'm all right. How about yourself, Mr. Drew? Just, just, just trying to make it, trying to make it. We've got a lot going on surrounding the Black College World Series. This has been a great project that this committee has uh, undertaken, and it's almost come to fruition. It will come to fruition two weeks from today so fans be prepared get your get your tickets get your hotel reservations and let's watch this historic event and let's cheer on our hbcus so let me give you the rundown of how this is going to work today today we are going to reveal the eight ish notice i said eight ish the eight ish teams and i'll explain that ish part a little bit later on in the uh podcast uh, we revealed those for both the NCAA and the NAIA teams. And as a bonus, we're going to talk to the chairman of the selection committee and figure out why certain teams were in, why certain teams were left out on the fence, and, and, and kind of what's, what were some of his thoughts in uh, going through these processes. Because, Mike, I think you'll agree there, there were there were at least two teams on both the NAIA IA side and the NCAA side who are pretty much locks. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I agree with you. Um, and the beauty of it is you got to we let the, the, the season complete itself. Uh, there were some major changes that brought about changes with the selection. Yeah. And then uh, you've, you've, you've got plenty of bubble teams out there. So, you know, you know, the thing about a bubble, Michael, sometimes bubbles rise. And sometimes bubbles burst. Let's see who bu- whose bubble rolls and whose bubble burst. Go find out in, in just a few moments. But Michael, before we get into that, major news about the Black College World Series. No longer will I allow you to say the Black College World Series. No longer will I say the Black College World Series. Because 24 hours after we got off the air last week, on Thursday, it was announced that the event that we are doing now is officially called the Tyson Foods Black College World Series. So with that being said, Michael, as the, as the executive director of this committee, talk about the Tyson Foods Black College World Series and what it means to have a corporation like Tyson Foods on board for this event well mr ad what it does it gives us a chance to market the black college world series and market black college championships it gives us a chance to grow our brand uh not just in 2022 but beyond uh we're looking to continue to put this tournament on yearly what tyson does it gives us that opportunity they have put us in a in a situation as to where not only will we grow, but they will grow as well. And because they're behind an HBCU, they're giving us an outlet to expand our horizons. So black college baseball, HBCU baseball, now we have a voice. And that voice is because of the sponsorship from Tyson.
Can't hear you. Sorry about that. My microphone got turned off there by mistake. Michael, there. In addition to Tyson coming on as a title sponsor, there have been other people who have come on to this event as sponsors. Let's take a moment, Michael, and recognize some of the other people who have decided to come on and sponsor the Tyson Foods Black College World Series. You have Yellowwood. Yellowwood, great Southern wood tradition. It's a big company, uh, big in Alabama. They want to uh, grow their brand as well through HBCUC. The key to these sponsorships is everybody wants to grow the HBCU, the Historically Black College and University brand. We're giving that outlet. Besides uh, Yellowwood, Coca-Cola, and then there's uh, Truist Bank. You know, Truist is a uh, big bank, a big financial institution, and they have come on board as well. Uh, what the World Series is doing is giving everybody an opportunity to help us expand HBCU baseball into a area that has never gone before, and that is nationally. And that's why I like the spot. And, you know, it's not just Tyson. I mean, Tyson also has, uh, and, and it's a big thing in the summer, uh, in the spring and summer, ballpark franks, uh, great hot dogs, great food. So in, 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 in a nutshell, this gives us an opportunity to finally grow our brand and put this event on for the next 15, 20 years. In, in other words, HBCU baseball will crown a national uh, baseball champion. Yeah. In, in addition to uh, Tyson uh, and Truist Bank and Yellowwood, we've also got a credit union that has come on board, Michael. Want to talk about that credit union? The Tuskegee Federal Credit Union, uh, good Correct. banking. If you do anything with uh, the Federal Credit Union, they will help you repair your credit. At the same time, you will have a, a place to have your funds in a safe location that is protected by the FDIC. Correct, correct. I think I think credit unions got a, uh, another organization, but that's all right. We look, your money is covered. That's that's all. That's all that matters. We want to make sure that our that our money is covered. And if you would pay attention to the scroll that is beneath me, and support those sponsors on that scroll who have supported the black, the Tyson Foods Black College World Series. See, you almost got me there, Michael. I almost slipped. But I got that Tyson Foods out. Any other news and happenings that you want to announce about the Tyson Foods Black College World Series before we go to break, Michael? Uh, yes. Uh, keep in mind that if you want to eat, eat a good meal, you want a good uh, hearty meal to feed your family, go to get Tyson. Their, their, their meats are plump. Their meats are juicy. And it's very good. And so, if you want to call right. me a Tyson spokesperson, go right ahead. All right, there's that walking billboard there, Mr. Michael Coker. Michael, let's not keep these people waiting any further. But they will have to wait until we hear until we hear from our sponsors and pay and pay some bills. When we come back from this break, we will reveal. Let's start with the NAIA, Michael. We will reveal the teams that are in the NAIA side of the bracket. Road to Montgomery. Pack Who's packing their bags? You'll find out in just a moment. You're watching Road to Montgomery exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. We'll be right back. feeding your family with meat and plant-based protein that's good for the planet, good for you, and just plain good. That's all the protein you need, all on your plate. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn 
embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together, we can be the change. Are you ready? It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fennoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fennoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know I'm going to be there and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. See you there. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best black college baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for black baseball's ultimate pride. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. For five-star backyards, Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. If it doesn't have this yellow tag, you don't want it. Major, 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 Welcome back to the road to Montgomery. On the Black College Sports Network, A.D. Drew from the Black College Sports Network, along with Michael Coker from the Black College Nines. Michael, it's time to start revealing some teams. All right, this is what's going to happen. Beginning May 11th it, at Riverwalk Stadium in Montgomery, Alabama, we will have what is essentially two 14 brackets. The 14 brackets will follow a modified double elimination bracket. Why do I say modified? I say modified because the champ the championship game will be a winner take all. There will be no if game in the championship game of each of the brackets. So four NCAA teams, four NAIA teams. Though the bracket championship will occur on Friday night, May 13th. Then on Saturday, May 14th. Winner takes all, NAIA champion versus NC2A champion. So that is how this is going to roll. So without without further ado, Michael, are you are you ready to reveal the first team? Ready as much as you are. All right, so here we go. And these teams will uh, will be listed in alphabetical order. Teams are not seeded as of today. Teams will be seeded after they finish their regular season this weekend before they go to their individual conference tournaments. So without further ado, our first NAIA representative will be the Edward Waters Tigers out of Jacksonville, Florida. Edward Waters right now is currently ranked number seven in the Black College Nines poll, and they are number three in the BCSN computer rankings in the in, of the NAIA teams. So 
Michael, tell us a little bit about Ever Waters. Well, those Tigers, I, I know that the players are jumping up and down because it, it, it appeared like their season was done uh, 10, 12 games into the season. Uh, they were losing games. Uh, they were the defense wasn't there and the pitching wasn't there. And then I had a conversation with head coach Reginald Johnson when they came to South Florida and he said, we're going to tighten this ship up. And then what happens? Everwater goes on a roll. They beat the number one ranked team, uh, Savannah. Then they beat the number four ranked team, Miles. And here they are. And, and it's, it's a testament to the Tigers because you have to play the season out. You can't give up on the team because you're having early season losses. And Everwaters has, has, has turned it around. Kudos to those Tigers. Kudos to Reggie for making the changes that has put them in, in a predicament as they're returning back to Montgomery. They were there last year in the World Series. Uh, they won a game and lost uh, the two games, but it, it, it's it's a good choice. Uh, it's I'm, I'm happy to see the Tigers uh, making that return trip to uh, Montgomery. Hopefully, uh, maybe they'll pull out a win, win the World Series. But congratulations, Everwaters. And, and full disclaimer, the fact that you are Everwaters love did not help them get in. Full disclaimer. All right. Next up on the on on the list is going to be the Lions of Florida Memorial University. Florida Memorial hails out of the Sun Conference. Florida Memorial is ranked number six in the Black College Nine Small Schools poll. They are the number two team in the Black College Sports Network's NAIA computer rankings. Mike, briefly, Florida, Florida Memorial, your neighbors down there in South Florida. This is a team that's battle tested. Every, every conference game, they're facing top pitching. Uh, the teams in their conference, the Sun Conference, five of those teams are in the NAIA top 25. And they just lost a three game series to the number one ranked team that was 38 and 0 before it lost its first game. And they're 43 and 3 now. Florida Memorial was a a out or two away from upsetting two or three of those games. This is a battle-tested team. Uh, when this team is on, and we know head coach uh, Tito Burgos, he's a game changer. He makes the wholesome changes, and he's got pitching. If he can sustain at the defense from uh, failing games, and, and if he can get his pitching, you could see uh, – Florida Memorial might just upset some teams in the Black College World Series. I'm sorry, the uh, Tyson, Tyson Foods Black College World Black Series. College. Yeah, and, and for this guy, I need I need to take a pause and step back. Uh, Ever Waters, even though they are transitioning to the SIAC, uh, is still officially classified as an NAIA team. So for those wondering why Ever Waters is on the NAIA side of the bracket. That is exactly why they are on the NAIA side of the bracket because officially they are still at NAIA team at least until this summer when they should complete their full transition to Division Two and become a full member or become a provisional member of the SIAC conference. Mike, we've taken care of our two NAIAs in the state of Florida. Let's move to the Midwest there, Michael, with the Rusk College bears from arkansas so michael what about what what about this rust college bears teams they are uh, correct are they 16 they're 16 13 and one kind of an odd record to have in baseball you know uh but they are 16 13 and one they they are in a ia independent team talk to us about rust well rust has a problem and Russ's problem is John. First of all, John Bates is a good coach, really good coach. Has a really good history of uh, getting his players to perform as student athletes. But the problem with Russ is inclement weather. 
there are there are 12 or 13 games that were not being made up because of inclement weather and those games they would have won because when they opened the season they opened the season up against mississippi valley state and it was a game where they made a ton of mistakes but they corrected those games and they 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 had more wins this year than they had last when they went to the Black College World Series. And this is a team who they're going to challenge you. They're going to they're going to uh, go run for run. They're going to go pitch for pitch. Uh, they've been to the World Series. They're making a second uh, return trip. This is this is Bobcat country. They're, they're going to be consider themselves in a home game. That's what I like about Russ. All right. Now, I got one team that's an NAI team who may uh, challenge that as a home game for them because this team hails from the state of Alabama, and that team would be the Talladega Tornadoes straight uh, up 230, I-230, excuse me, US-231 coming out of Montgomery. So Talladega competes in the Southern States Conference the from the home state of Alabama where we are playing at. Quickly about the Tornadoes there, Michael. A.D., I, I, I got I to share this with you. Talladega has always said that we like to take on the tough teams because that's how we like it. Talladega plays 20 to 25 games, sometimes 30 each year against the top-ranked NAIA programs, and this year was no different. They, not, There's only, a, I, I would say, less than a handful of games that they were not in. They will match you run for run, pitch for pitch, defense for defense, station to station in a heartbeat. Talladega is a team that you have to keep your eye out, not because they're in the state of Alabama, it's because they play in a tough conference where, again, five teams make the national tournament every year. And they're playing winning programs. And like I said earlier, they love to tell you, we want to play the ranked teams. Why? Because that's how they like it. Right. Uh, speaking of rankings, Michael, Russ, uh, excuse me, Talladega is receiving votes in the small school division of the uh, black college nine polls and they are number four in the uh black college sports networks computer rankings and let's back it up one second rust and this is probably the biggest disparity between the two the two polls uh that rust college was number five in the black college nine small school poll but number one in the end of the NAIA teams with the Black College, with us here at the Black College Sports Network. Mike, I did say there were four-ish teams that will be coming to Montgomery. Let me explain the ish part of it. If COVID has not taught us anything, is you better have a backup plan. So we decided, well, excuse me, the committee decided to name an alternate team. That alternate team could wind up in Montgomery if one of these teams wins their conference tournament and decides uh, that it's in their best interest to compete in the uh, national tournament instead of the Tyson Foods Black College World Series. Or, Lord Jesus, we may have we may have an outbreak of that word that I'm not even going to say anymore uh, between now and the end of this tournament. So, the committee did a smart thing and decided to come up with an alternate team. And on the NAIA level, that alternate team is going to be Zula Gold, Xavier University of Louisiana, the Gold Rush. Uh, they are receiving votes from Black College Nines, and they are the number six team in the BCSN computer rankings. Go ahead with that, uh, Michael. Well, injury has prevented this team from winning games. Uh, their infield got hurt in the first few games when the season started. The infield players are just now coming back. Uh, injury has beset this team, uh, but they still competed. They still went out in the ball games. As a matter of fact, 
They're going to play in the Red River Athletic Conference Tournament. They uh, made it as the last seed. Uh, word is getting out that they think that because Russ is getting his players back, that and I'm sorry, uh, Xavier, that they could be upset-minded when the top team that's ranked third in the nation, uh, we're talking about Louisiana, LSU, um, Louisiana, Shreveport, when they're saying Russ, I mean, Xavier is the team that we got to watch, that tells you right then and there that they're coming back stronger. They're getting the players back that were injured. Uh, and knowing Adrian Holloway, the head coach, like I know him, he's not going to put a product out there that's just going to go out there and compete. He's going to put a product out there that's going to go ahead and win. So you know, keep your eye again. That's another team to keep your eye out on is, is Xavier. That's if they if they burst that bubble and get in and they're looking to return back to that championship game because they, they competed in the championship last year and I'm sure they would love to be back in Montgomery. All right, Michael. So with that being said, let's let's go over those teams once again. Your teams that are in on the NAIA level are uh, the uh, Everwaters Tigers, Florida Memorial Lions, Rush, Rush College Bearcats, the Talladega Tornadoes, and our alternate team are, are the Gold Rush of Xavier University. Michael, 16 NAIA HBCU baseball teams, four of them are in, one's on standby. Any last comments before we go to talk about the NCAA di division? NAIA baseball, baby. Let's play two. Let's play two. And we're getting ready to play two. Well, at least we're going to play two segments right here. We're, we're, we're at halftime. We're going into the top of the sixth inning to use a baseball analogy. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the NCAA team with their four-ish teams that will be competing in Montgomery. You're watching the Road to Montgomery selection show right here on the Black College Sports Network. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best Black College baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for Black Baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. One bite of 100% Angus beef ballpark frank, and you'll say... Hello, summer. Oh yeah, it's ballpark season. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. This is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together we can be the change. Star Backyards Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine. If it doesn't have this yellow tag, you don't want it. Star Backyards Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine. If it doesn't have this yellow tag, you don't want it. 
At Tyson, we know taste is local. Some like their beef pit smoked, their chicken spiced all the way up, or their pork sweet and saucy. Local flavors, global impact. That's what feeding the world is all about. Major, 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 double a teams michael so what we're not gonna we're not gonna hold you up same four team bracket and the the winner of the bra- the bracket championship will be a single elimination and then that winner will play the naia winner in a winner take all championship game on saturday may 14th and just just so you know fans may 15th is an open date it is reserved in case we lose a day due to rain it there in montgomery everything will get pushed back and the championship game will be played on sunday may 15th at a time to be determined michael just like the naia there are also 16 division two baseball team so michael the first team that we are going to talk about uh, is going to be the golden rams from albany state albany georgia my name was right up the road from where i live at here in south georgia uh, 60 seconds or less michael tell us about albany state all right mr ad it's funny uh because a, a story came out of um ncaa that uh they called Albany, they put Albany State in a, in a group of the five best teams that will beat you just hitting the ball and not hitting home runs who don't launch angles. When the coach says, take it up the middle, the ball goes up the middle. When, it, when he says, take it to the gaps, the go- ball goes in the gaps. They have one of the highest batting averages in NCAA Division II baseball. They're hitting 354 as a team which is uh, a, a very high average. Uh, Scott Hemmings, the head coach, uh, he's not a, a, a long ball coach. He, he manufactures runs, but he lets his players uh, play in the game. And, and, and if you lose, you lose as a team. Uh, There's nothing individual about the players. They all understand that when we need if we have to move a player over, we will sacrifice ourselves to get that run in, especially in the third inning of a, a tight game when, you know, you get to the eighth inning and you're like, you know, we didn't get that run in the third inning. And, you know, the coach would tell them that because you didn't sacrifice, you thought of me, yourself, instead of the team. So with that being said, uh, this is a good team. This is a team that will smack the ball all over the field and they will score a ton of runs and and once again we are doing these teams in alphabetical orders these teams have not been seeded as of this point in time albany state the number two team in the both black college nines and black college sports networks uh poll slash ranking moving on to our northernmost team in the tournament that would be Go Big Blue, Bluefield State, the, the, the school without an official mascot name, but the mascot is is the is the is the gate that's a blue. I don't even know what it is. Is it blue dame, blue dog? It's a blue, it's blue, it's a dog. Anyway, that's not the important thing. The important thing is Bluefield State and their fans will be in Montgomery, Alabama, supporting Big Blue. Bluefield State, number 10 in the Black College Nines, number six in the Black College Sports Network. Bluefield State, go ahead, Michael. Big Blue. 
they get a chance to defend its title. The last year's Black College World Series national champions return to Montgomery. Uh, what they're bringing with them, they're on a winning streak. They're on a hot streak. It kind of looked dead for them because they play a one of the toughest D2 schedules out there. They took on teams from Atlantic 10, Glenville, uh, uh, NC Pembroke. They took on the heavy hitters. And now they're starting to play uh, good ball. Uh, Drew Bailey. Drew Bailey is a, uh, a, a good coach. Um, he, he, he got some, some good players in from the transfer portal. Uh, they've made it. Pitching's made a difference. And be mindful that this is the, the first time in program history that they've hit uh, a, a set of record for hitting home runs. So it, it, it's good to see that Bluefield State will get a chance to defend its national title. All right. And the quote unquote host team, the, the team from the state of Alabama on the division two level, the Miles Golden Bears, Miles number three in Black College Nines, number four in Black College Sports Network. Talk about these Golden Bears, Michael. Streaky, good hitting ball club. Uh, one of the uh, best freshmen in the country hitting. Uh, what I like about this club is, is the fact that you know, when, when, when you can be a streaky ball club, uh, AD, Mr. Drew, you're up and down. But then there comes that point in time when you're more up than you are down. And that's Miles. Miles has a chance to uh, really make some noise coming into the tournament. Not because they're from the state of Alabama, but the fact that they score a ton of runs. If they can sustain pitching, if they can get pitching to step up, get their bullpens to stop, you will games and, and, and where they're going to average uh, 10 to 12 runs. But with Ty Roberts, their head coach, the possibility is endless. I've, I've seen this team play quite a bit this year. I had a chance to watch them a few games. And what I'm seeing is there's a good chance that this would be, and I'm just going to put it on the line, AD. I'm just going to put it out there. I think they're upset-minded. I think that this is the team that could uh, take that D2 bracket. All right. Well, another team that's going to have a lot to say about that is the top-rated team in number one. They are the regular season champions in the SIAC. Number two, they are the number one team at Black College Nines. Number three, they're the number one rated team at the Black College Sports Network. And last, they are regionally ranked. That is the Savannah State Tigers. So Savannah State is going to have a lot to say about who wins the D2 bracket. Well, Carlton Hardy, the head coach, you have to keep in mind that he is a Division One coach. The program stepped down to Division Two, the MEAC. Uh, Colin Hardy has gone to the NCAA regional several times. So we have a Division One coach uh, coaching a Division Two program. And this team, they play for the long ball. They play for the gaps. They play to beat you. They are ranked in the NC in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association uh, South Regional Poll. They are the number uh, eight ranked team and climbing. Uh, they were, I guess I'm going to let the uh, the cat out of the bag. They were two points shy of being in the top 25 of the uh, uh, black. I mean, I'm sorry, the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association top 25 poll. Two points shy. And at, with, at 30 wins and, and 10 losses, and uh, the only setback that they have is they beat themselves. Eight games All right. they should have won. Uh, all right. And our final Division Two entrant is, excuse me, that was our, 
our final division two entry once again getting to the lessons learned from the last two years of our life always good to have alternates and this alternate is necessary in this tournament specifically because the who if one of these three teams that are in should win the SIAC championship and get the automatic bid to the division two regionals they will not be allowed to participate in the Tyson Foods Black College World Series so we have we have alternates in place should one of those three teams win the SIAC championship and those alternates are first up Kentucky State the thoroughbreds from Le from Lexington from excuse me from Frankfurt Kentucky they're the number nine team in the black college nines they're the number three team according to the black college sports network quickly Kentucky State 30 seconds or less Michael that's another another team uh rain has beset the team uh couldn't complete games uh couldn't start games couldn't travel because of weather uh, good pitching ball club uh rob henry he's got a good staff uh they they've held him in games held him out of uh gotten him out of tough situations situations they should have lost and they're on a, they're, they're starting to uh, win games now so uh it, it would be good to see Kentucky and, and Montgomery if they can uh, burst that bubble. I would tell you the team that the local fans are hoping to see in Montgomery is our second alternate. That is the Golden Tigers of Tuskegee University. Tuskegee geographically is the closest team to Montgomery, 30 miles away. They're not ranked in the Black College Nines. They just dropped out of the rankings this week. They've been they've gone from ranked to receiving votes. They just uh, – Finally dropped out to the not receiving votes, and they're the number 17, according to the Black College Sports Network. Quickly, Tuskegee University, my full disclosure, my alma mater, they're not on this list because I still owe them money. Oh, did I say that out loud? Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> well, Tuskegee, uh, this is a good season for them. Uh, first time uh, they played at home this year. They had a big crowd, uh, uh, Mr. A.D. Drew, when they uh, first came back on campus in, in so many years. They had a big crowd. Uh, injury. Injury has really hurt this ball club. Uh, their top players went down with an injury. Uh, uh, the ball got caught in the air. Uh, uh, win and a, player broke, a couple of players broke, uh, had broken legs. A couple of players are out. So they had to rely on the young kids. And this, this is a learning experience for them. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, if they burst that bubble and make it to Montgomery, that's a new life for Tuskegee. Uh, it, they, it, those young kids, they'll get a chance to experience how to play collegiate baseball. And, and it, it, it would be good going down the road for them, uh, you know, as they, be, as they mature as uh, sophomores and juniors. This is a freshman well, led ball club. They are definitely the uh, local favorites there in Tuskegee, uh, excuse me, in Montgomery, if they should happen to make it. So there you have it. 16 teams in. We've got four, four in, two on standby. And when we come back from this break, y'all, we're going to talk to the chairman of the selection committee. Why did some bubble teams get in? Why why are these teams on the waiting list? So we'll talk about that with Jarrell Calhoun of our selection committee. You're watching the Road to Montgomery podcast, the selection show exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best Black College baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for Black Baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. Are you ready? It's
It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th to the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fennoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fennoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know I'm going to be there and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. See you there. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together, we can be the change. Major, 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 league, major, 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 We're back on the road to Montgomery Selection Show, exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. AD Drew here along with Michael Coker. And joining us is the chairman of the selection committee, Mr. Jarrell Calhoun. And if you're from the city, uh, Montgomery area, you know this man. This man is a baseball legend in the Montgomery area. Uh, just a little briefly about the selection committee. It, that was This was a five-member committee. Each of these people on this committee have ties to either HBCUs or HBCU baseball specifically. So these are uh, people who knew what they were talking about, who understood the game and loved the game. And they've been tracking these teams and many more, all 32 eligible teams for about the past month or so, seriously. So without further ado, Jarrell, my brother, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How y'all doing? How y'all doing this evening? Doing all right, Jarrell. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right, so Jarrell, let, let's get down to it. Just, just in general, kind of walk us through the process of selecting these uh, teams that were uh, that will be playing there in your hometown of Montgomery, Alabama. Um, well, uh, for one, the process. Uh, it was a it was a it was a hard process. It wasn't easy. Um, I can say that. Uh, myself and the committee, we worked real hard. We worked tirelessly. Uh, you know, trying to select these teams. Uh, you know, looking at strength of schedules, looking at overall records, and you know the whole the whole nine, so we can pick the right teams and pick the right. You know, pick the right teams, pick the right situations, and everything, so everything could be good with the event that we hold. All right, and with with that being said, let, let's go let's go deep inside uh, the room. Now, we, we we look at it. We look at some teams, and may have had some bubble teams. You look at on the NCAA side. You look at a team like Kentucky State, Bluefield. Those teams were when we look at the ratings that we have from Black College Nines and Black College Sports Networks. Those teams are right there, neck and neck. What was the difference breaking and putting Bluefield in and making to Kentucky State your alternate? Okay. Um, a lot of things uh factored into that. Uh, you know, with Kentucky State, they uh I mean Miles took their series, um Savannah State took their series head up and they uh and also they lost to Morehouse uh early in the season. And uh we myself and the committee we felt that Bluefield 
uh, with unfortunately Kentucky State being the weaker of the teams in that conference and Bluefield having a stronger a stronger strength of schedule. It just only was fair to put Bluefield in over Kentucky State and I and I, you know, overall decision making and uh, you know, in in picking the teams. All right. And last one before I let Michael jump in. Let's flip over to the NAIA side. You had okay. Rust, Talladega, Xavier, all of them kind of right there together. You know, so what what was the difference? What was the deal breaker between those three? Well, um, you know, uh, myself and the committee, uh, and I say uh, before we get into that, what was real impressive, uh, we'll say with Edward Waters, uh, that's uh, that's coming in, you know, hot and strong. Uh, what was impressive about that team, before I get into your question, uh, they swept Savannah State, uh, and they took two or three from miles. So that was real impressive uh, on our end and our decision-making uh, with Edward Waters. And uh, jumping to the, the, you know, Talladega, Rust, and Xavier, um, you know, the committee. And all uh, we worked, we, I mean, it, it was a, it was a tough decision. It was almost like a, uh, almost like a trial case and you just wait on the verdict. Uh, <laughs> it was real tough uh it, it, it was a tough decision but uh what was impressive with talladega they beat they beat russ um they beat middle georgia uh once uh during the season and they 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 also beat miles uh during the season so that was real impressive to us and rust rust um with rust what what took us over the top with rust um rust had um they was they had a lot of rainouts during the season, and that's nothing that they can control or anything like that. But what was impressive with the committee that they went undefeated in their conference play, so uh, that was really impressive, and that and that and that kind of put them over the top over Xavier. Uh, Xavier is a real strong they're they're a strong team. Um, I know their coach; uh, he's a real good guy. Um, I, I think the world of him um, as a person, but as a as an overall committee and everything, we just had to just, you know, stick to our guns and, you know, everybody's opinion matters uh, in our committee and everything. So we, Russ overruled Xavier. So that's what we had to go with. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Michael, uh, got time for one quick question. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Jarrell here. Um, talk about your committee real quick. Talk about the, the, the hard work that they put in and the hard work you did. and the research you had to go through and how you were able to uh, uh, let these teams know that, you know, it, it, it wasn't an easy task for you. No, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy task. Uh, I say uh, on the committee's uh, uh, standpoint, uh, I'm the guy that has to be out here and talk with everybody there. Uh, they kind of sit back, you know, behind the scenes. And uh, I guess I had to be, be the good guy, the, the good guy, or the bad guy. Uh, with some people but that comes with it but uh they are uh, they, they we work very hard uh you all behind the scenes uh we looked at we looked at strength of schedules we looked at overall records we looked at you know injuries paid paid factors into you know decision makings and everything uh you know who was on the hot streak who was on the losing streak i mean it was a, a lot of different scenarios uh came into play and um it was it was for the most part it was real fun uh a lot of informative a lot of informative information uh, a lot of things went by, went on behind the scenes uh that a lot of people kind of you know really don't really don't need to know about because we want to try to keep that stuff in house but overall on um, the committee did a good job uh we handled everything well and um you know we hope i mean we know we picked the right teams uh to come in uh originally and everything and uh we hope to put on a good showing hope the teams come in and you know, really put on a good showing in front of the city of Montgomery and everybody, uh, you know, to keep this thing going for years to come. Uh, all right, my brother. Uh, any, any last words you want to get out there before we uh, before we get off? Oh, yeah. Um, like I say, uh, this is a dream come true for myself and my family. Uh, I appreciate everybody uh, that's been working with me. Uh, I, I appreciate the committee everybody uh the support staff that's around the black college world series the black college nines and the whole nine i appreciate everybody 
and everybody and i hope everybody stay safe and blessed and uh thank you thank you and i say that humbly i, I really appreciate it well let me, right. let me let me interject something here uh I, 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 you 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 left the most key important thing out about yourself and minority prospect baseball yeah um yeah minority baseball prospects uh um you know that that we're a real big baseball you know company one of the biggest companies in the world and we're growing day by day and day by day and uh you know the big the big mastermind behind this is uh our ceo uh mr alexander white uh he's uh you know he blessed me and my family um he blessing a lot of people to come uh real good guy um big baseball guy and he's uh you know out here working tirelessly trying to change the world uh we in the in the communities and everywhere with with black with black baseball in general through the youth through uh through middle schools high schools and the college ranks and and also he he does a good job with helping kids um after graduating college maybe finding jobs and get front office and get front office jobs with mlb mlb teams and all that type of stuff so he's a class act guy a real real good family guy and everything and i thank the world of him. uh I appreciate everything he's done for me too. All right, fellas, we're gonna have to pick up the show and get out of here. But before you do, if you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, on the BCSN app, listen to us on the BCSN Pod Zone or wherever. Make sure you get your tickets now for the Black College World Series. If you're watching us, click the QR code on the screen. It will take you to the link to get your tickets, get your hotel reservations, and most importantly, buy you some ballpark francs while you're out doing all this stuff. So with, with without further seeds. ado, <laughs> oh yeah, get some ballparks and some sunflower seeds. So without further ado, for our special guest, Jareel Calhoun, Michael Coco of Black College Nines, this is A.D. Drew and We'll see you in Montgomery. Make sure you stay tuned for next week's show when we announce the seeds and break down each each of these teams. Let's let's pick up the show and get out of here, fellas. I holla. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight from Alabama. Alabama. This beat is from Youngstown. Was on a hiatus. Watch me and woken up. up. Now the industry was hurting, but I didn't bandage the rope. Now I got too sick with it. Now we done found us in a pro sound. Look, I'll be tearing the speakers up and we shaking the whole ground. Now, pros in this profession, we calling that profound. Studio in every city, I'm calling that yo town. Some of these words that I'm using make me want to throw down. But I got humbled in my veins and learned to tone it down. Major league when I'm pitching, I'm needing a pitch. Man. Check the room with my powers and knocking the pitches down. Trying to teach you business first and put your pitches down. Yeah. Major, 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 major,